Welcome to How's the Market, our weekly real-time look at what's happening in the U.S. housing market, powered by data from Altos Research. We talk here about the latest data, and if you want to see all the charts, all the inventory, prices, supply and demand that we reference in the show, head over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Altos Research, and enjoy the data. I've been talking about how this is a supply-constrained housing market. And finally, now at the end of April, we're starting to see a little more supply. The good news is that we are seeing more purchases too. This seems to confirm my conclusion that more supply of homes means more home sales. Uh, this is notable because, for example, if you use mortgage purchase applications as a proxy for housing demand, you are underestimating the demand. Purchase apps are low relative to previous years. No question about it. Fewer home sales are happening now, but the underlying demand is better than that would suggest because we have too few sellers. The quantity demanded is greater than the quantity supplied. And that's what we see in the data right now. Every week, Altos Research tracks every home for sale in the country. We analyze all the pricing, the supply and demand, and all the changes in that data, and we make it available to you before you see it in the traditional channels. I'm Mike Simonson. I'm the founder of Altos Research. Let's look at the latest data as we close out April 2023. Last year, the headline of this video was, Inventory is Skyrocketing. During the last week of April 22, April in, in 2022, uh, inventory rose 6% in one week. This was coming off the crazy pandemic lows, of course, but it was really telling about how abruptly purchase demand stopped. This week, 2023, now inventory rose 2%. It's a healthy clip and very much welcome. Last year, inventory rose because demand was just slamming on the brakes. This year, we're starting to see just a few more sellers. It's a very different dynamic, market dynamic right now. There are 422,000 single-family homes on the market across the U.S. Uh, last year, there were only 292,000 homes. We had, so we have 44% more homes on the market now than we did a year ago. But remember, just two months ago, end of February, we had 75% more on the market. Right? The inventory, the big inventory difference from last year is shrinking dramatically, even as we get a little more supply building for this spring. Uh, in this chart, the dark red line is this year. The light red line is the curve from last year, and you can see how inventory started piling up at that time. And it's starting to look like 2023 uh, will end with just about the same or slightly less inventory than we started the year. So those inventory gains will be totally gone. Probably finished the year at about 500,000 single-family homes on the market. This week, last, this week had the, the most sellers, most new sellers uh, of the year. 85,000 single-family homes listed, but that compares to 99,000 last year. 15% fewer sellers right now. Of course, of those 85,000 new listings, 20,000 are already in contract. That's the light red portion of each bar here, those immediate sales. They get listed, they take offers essentially immediately, and they go into contract in just a few days. So this chart shows us supply inching up, uh, but the, the, 
the, the buyers are happy about that so that they can buy. Supply and demand are, are still lower than last year, of course. Last year by April, inventory was piling up very quickly and, and it was not due to a flood of sellers. You can see how the, the last year the seller supply stayed in a normal flow. The bars weren't super tall, uh, but uh, the inventory was building. So this year, we're just now starting to get more sellers. Each week, the bars are getting taller, as you'd hope, in, in April and May. But we have 15 to 20% fewer sellers each week than last year. If you're looking for future inventory, data last week from Black Knight pointed out that we have record few homeowners who are delinquent on their mortgages. Record few. American homeowners are in a really strong financial shape. And so it'll take dramatic economic change before we get resale home supply from distressed sellers. Dramatic economic change may be coming, right? But it's not here yet. Maybe 2024, we'll see that inventory growth, like if, it, if a recession hits deep. And, you know, we've been looking for this inventory for a year, but it's now looking like 2024 at the earliest that it could arrive, uh, if ever. Because, you know, we can look at the pace of sales ratcheting up right now also. So I've been note noting how, how we're in this supply-constrained market uh, and that the very low rate of sales is at least partially because there just aren't enough homes to buy. So uh, what we're looking for each week is do both of these grow at the same pace? Do sales climb with supply? So the light red bar here is available inventory, which we've been talking about, and it's inching up finally. You can see the right end of the chart there. It's starting to inch up. The dark red bar are the number of homes pending sales at any given time. So that's also stepping up each week. Last year at this time, inventory was climbing quickly and the pending sales much more slowly. And you can see that the dark red lines in the middle of the chart were, were on a much flatter curve in April, May, and June. Uh, while the light red bars were like of inventory, they had a big climbs each week, right? So that one characteristic of the pandemic craziness was, was that there were more homes in contract uh, than at, that at any given time than were on the market, right? that we were buying everything in sight. So usually pre-pandemic, there might be as many as three times as many actives as pendings. So that was flipped until July last year. And at the right end of the chart, you can see the dark red pendings line stepping up each week now, along with the inventory chart, which has finally started climbing for spring, 10 or 12 weeks later than, than normal. Uh, so like I've been looking for, sales are indeed increasing along with supply. We can see the buyers, the happy buyers, <laughs> in the price reductions data too. So price reductions are now fewer than 2019 and still declining each week. So this really illustrates how much different the market is now than it was last year at this time. See the, the, the light red line from last year, inventory was, was jumping last year and price reductions were jumping. As of this week, 29.2% of the homes on the market have had a price cut. We have more fresh inventory 
and you know some fast sales, so fewer and fewer homes have a price cut. The that this curve will likely hit a bottom in the next few weeks in May and start to turn higher as homes that are being listed now don't get offers. Some are overpriced, so they'll cut prices to generate demand. Will we get under the 2018 line here before that happens? 2018, demand was slowing because mortgage rates were rising that year too. Uh, the green line here, you can see the price cuts accelerating in 2018, April, May, June, July of that year. Now is the opposite trend. So, you know, I've been talking about the slope of this this year's trend and how it really interests, it really illustrates how, how much demand has improved this year. So keep an eye on price reductions to know, for example, when a slowing economy and maybe new job losses finally start to Im impact housing demand. There'll be a clear signal right here. It's not here yet, but this is where we will see it. We saw it last year. Uh, the median price of single-family homes in the U.S. is uh, is $445,000 this week. That's basically unchanged from last week and still up a little bit from last year at this time. All indications are that home prices will be flat to slightly down for the year 2023. Uh, even as we can see, the demand is out there. So demand is out there and it's not pushing homes higher, but the demand is clearly strong enough at these price levels to keep a floor on prices. And if you pay attention to home price forecasters, you'll know that you know the most bearish were saying that home prices could, could fall from 20% from, from the peaks. And that could still happen, for example, with a deep recession, but it's looking almost impossible for it to happen this year. Maybe next year, maybe 2025. So we'll see how hard the economy tanks and which sectors are impacted and then how that actually plays out in housing. The median price of the newly listed properties this week stepped down to $406,000. The newly listings prices are moving sideways over the last few months. Again, that's a leading indicator of future sales. And we know that prices are not rising, but they are not falling either. With a, with a very few exception markets around the U.S., buyers are buying at these price levels at, and these mortgage rates, which is really fascinating. Uh, last year, the price of the new listings was 6% higher than the year before. Now it's 4.5% lower than last year. That's a big change from growth to declines, and it's moving sideways so we can see exactly where the transaction prices will be in the future. Uh, in this chart, you can see that the dark red line is the median home price across the U.S. It rises until July 1st each year, roughly. Uh, this year, prices are rising much more slowly than last year. So we're losing any year-over-year -year gains. Uh, it shows us flat, but not, not significantly lower home prices for the year. The light red line are the, the, the new listings. And you can definitely see the difference in the slope this year, the demand difference this year from last year at this time. Last year, the price of the new listings peaked in, at the end of May, and we're going up very steeply until that moment. Uh, so our year-over-year -year, uh, comparisons will continue to get worse uh, all this month, and 4.5% lower now, so that'll continue to decline uh, 
5%, 6% by the end of May. The median price of the pendings is now just under $380,000. These are all the homes in contract. So uh, this number is the earliest proxy of the sales that will complete in May, June, and July. May and June primarily. Uh, and the headlines you'll hear in May, in June, July, and August. So the price of the pendings is 1.3% lower than last year. And this trend is exactly what we've been sharing for a few months. Home sales prices are lower than last year at this time. The homes that were that were pending then, last year at this time, were, were offers that happened in Q1 when the frenzy was still just wrapping up and we could see mortgage rates climbing quickly, but people were still trying to get in. Uh, Pendings prices peaked in May of last year when that frenzy finally subsided completely. Uh, what this tells us is, is that the sales that happened May and June and July of this year cannot be dramatically lower in price because they're already in contract. So like I said, uh, it's growing very difficult for the country to have significant home price fall in 2023. Most of 2023 is already in the back. So keep a watch here for signals. If the end of the year grows weak like it did you know, last year, it, it grew weak at the end of the year. Again, recession hits, like we'll, we'll pick up that impact very quickly. There's so many signals in the pricing data. Uh, we've started to publish this pendings data analytics more, more in depth recently. Uh, so much more to learn there. Uh, next week, Thursday, May 11th, we'll have our, our monthly webinar, and we'll talk about all these details, including the latest pricing details, the latest inventory trends, the, the what we can see for 2023 already. Uh, and uh, we've, all, we've updated the, the inventory forecast for the year, and that actually has implications for price changes in 2024. Uh, so we'll do all that, plus the local market analysis too. Lots of lots of details and look at the differences in the local markets. So that's next week, Thursday, May 11th at 10 a.m. Pacific. If you need to communicate to buyers and sellers about the housing market right now, I recommend you join us for this webinar. The space is limited to 1,000 people. We get a ton of interest every month. Uh, there's a link in the description below. Click that to reserve your spot next week, Thursday, the 11th. Now, I've been talking national in this video. The, the differences in the local markets, for sure. Some are not faring as well as the national data. So if you need to know what's happening in your local market, go to altosresearch.com, book a free consult with our team. We will help you interpret the crazy market for your clients right now. It's a critical time to be properly informed. So please join us more next week.